guys, welcome to the Joyous To Be podcast. It's, uh, I'll tell you, it's 4 p.m. already, my time, and I was going to record a podcast episode here, uh, like, earlier, much earlier, when I wake up, but yesterday I was listening uh, to Amy McNeese video, watching Amy McNeese, well, Let's be honest, I was listening. Not actually, this time I was actually watching. Most of the time I listen to YouTube videos. And so she was sharing. I will share this video with you in the descri- I mean, in the show notes. And she was talking about that us creatives, no, we creatives need to prioritize our creative work. Because usually what we do is we do everything else, all the household chores and all the, like, all the stuff, all the work-related stuff before we get to actually creating. And then when we get to creating, we don't have energy, we're tired. And um, this resonated. This is what I used to do um, for years. I would uh, set the time to write only when everything is done and everyone is asleep and... um, I would uh, start writing and then I would fall asleep, would start falling asleep too. And it would be annoying to me or for me, annoying for me. And um, so this was a challenge. And so yesterday I decided that today I will take the best time, like I will prioritize my art and I will would set the best time of the day for writing. And you know what it led to? I wrote 9,000 characters. I mean, it's not a lot. Like, I would say that it's not my usual, but like, it's not my usual amount, but I often write long posts. And um, and then after that, I uh, spent some time listening to the music that I was listening when I was a teenager, a student. Uh, you know, this alternative rock bands. Uh, like Skillet and Three Days Grace. And what I realized thanks to that is that, you know how we are taught to express our feelings with our body? Because like somatic healing is about this. We need to express with our body, with the movement, um, our feelings. And uh, I realized that for me, it's easier to express my feelings with my voice than with the, like, for example, dancing uh, and I know a lot of coaches who uh, do dance breaks uh, during the day to express their feelings. I try to do that. It doesn't really work for me because I'm not often in a mood to dance. I try sometimes. I make myself when I feel like I need to express stuff. But uh, I guess a more structured way is better for me, like workouts. Although I, I don't know. I'm not sure. But singing, I am always in the mood to sing. And so I was singing today the songs that I used to listen in uh, my student years. And uh, I enjoyed it so much. I expressed so many feelings. I And, you know, like, I was listening... To, I once was listening to a podcast from Sahara Rose, I think. And she was sharing this... Oh, what was going? What was I going to say? I lost my train of thought. She was saying. Oh, she was saying that sometimes she dances, 
and some thoughts and some like hurt feelings come up uh, that she didn't even think about but they just come up and she keeps dancing and she feels better like you know the memories and the feelings arise within you and you dance them out and you feel better this is like this is what somatic healing is right and it's the same for me when i sing and like it was so interesting to um, realize that and I decided for myself that maybe dance breaks are not really like I, I don't feel like doing them but maybe singing breaks is what I need because it helped me like today's singing session actually helped me to process a lot of stuff and like it was a long session I think I was singing for like maybe an, an hour and a half and here I am recording I actually thought that maybe I will not record today, but I kind of want to and I kind of was going to and I kind of don't mind it. So here I am. And I wrote a long post, post, post. That was Russian. A long post. Post where I shared uh, what I'm going through lately. And like, in case you didn't know, in case you didn't know, baby, I'm crazy about you. About all of you. Thank you so much for listening. Um, felt like I'm saying goodbye. Not yet. I'm gonna do a collective reading. Um, in case you didn't know, I can't not sing this song in my mind when I say like every time I say a phrase that is part of a song I know, I start singing it in my mind. Um, but I will try again. In case you didn't know, I have a blog on WordPress where I write. I've been writing since like I think 2018 and it's um these are like uh diary like blog posts where I just share my thoughts, my I like ideas that I liked and that I enjoyed. It's inspirational, it's about um self-love, it's about boundaries, it's about like my experiences, it's about self-love. Did I say self-love already? And um, today I wrote a post uh, about what I'm going through. I'm, I don't feel like sharing it here too. Uh, but like, long story short, uh, I, I talked about two things there, two separate things. First is that you as a content, no, you as an artist... Uh, were not meant to fit into a box called content creator. And like I personally don't mind the word, like the label, the title, content creator, I like it. But the idea is, and I like I took it from Katrina Ruth and Amy. Oh, actually, um, if you, no, actually, I was going to say that actually I um, added the link to Amy's video there in the blog post and I was going to say actually then I will not add it in the show notes but I will it's okay so I will add in the show notes the link to the video um, by Amy McNee and also the link to my blog post um, like what she said about this and what I liked about this is that you gotta see your art as art you know not just content that gets lost in social media and um like i was sharing my thoughts on this and um what i liked and how it resonated with me and the second thing was about like it's a totally separate thing it was about that 
our family is not our friends. Like, um, it was about that we should probably, like if it resonates with you, we should probably stop, not probably, we should for sure stop trying to make uh, our family members our friends. Because no matter how hard we try, friends are what, like, are people we choose, you know? And, like, uh, we build relationship with and we receive their actions and, like, their words as feedback. Uh, when we are sharing ourselves authentically, like, we see their behavior as feedback on um, do they accept us or not? Can we build, like... Can, is it worth um, effort to try to build, like, to, to continue building this relationship? This is what I'm trying to say. And our family is just, like, a set of people, <laughs> some amount of people we, like, we are born... No, how do I say it? I was going to say that family is what we are born into, you know, like uh, some amount of people we don't choose. We are just born into a family. We don't get to choose. And then, like, as we grow physically and spiritually and mentally and psych psychologically, we learn to set boundaries, you know. We learn to be honest and we learn to accept ourselves when what our family offers to us is not enough. And trying to make our family members be it a parent, a sibling, um, like some other relative, trying to make them friends hurts both sides, both parties, you know. Like, this is what I was uh, talking about. And also I, I shared uh, my thoughts about, like, when you feel like you're too much. And, like, it's the same story uh, about family and friends. Like, sometimes when we try to make people who can't be our friends, our friends, then we start feeling like we're too much and what we're asking for is too much. When in reality, it's never about you being too much. It's about you asking for what you want from the people who can't give you that, you know. And so, like, if you want to read my thoughts about this, um, there is a blog post and I will add the link in the show notes. I need to write down actually, hold on, I will write it down because um, I noticed like, and I did it on purpose, <laughs> I noticed that um, in a few previous episodes, I told you that I'm going to add in the description box some episodes or something and I didn't. Because I didn't write it down and I forgot uh, what exactly I needed to add in the show notes. And I'm trying not to listen to every episode I record before publishing because it takes the fun out of it for me. Uh, I prefer to record and like um, in some parts of the audio check if everything is okay with the sound. And if everything is okay with the sound, I just publish and after that, I can, like, maybe, I may feel like listening to it, but just because I like the message, I like the collective reading, not because I'm a perfectionist who wants to listen to everything before publishing it. So, 
um, Amy's video, Amy's video, and also my blog post, my recent blog post. Okay. And so I want to do a collective reading for us because, you know, I wanted to do it daily. I think I shared the story with you already. I wanted to do it daily. But then sometimes I get worried that, like, it's too much content. And I'm listening to Katrina Ruth uh, a lot. And she's sharing a lot that, like, she sometimes uh, thinks that too. But so what? Because her art, her work, uh, her messages that she feels like sharing, they're healing for her. And this is what I noticed ever since I started um, publishing, started recording this uh, collective readings for you, I realized that, you know, I was like, there was this thinking pattern happening in my mind. Uh, I was thinking that I, I don't do as much inner work as I used to do before, like as I used to do... Uh, maybe like even I think a year ago and I was thinking about it a few days ago and I realized that even though I maybe don't dig into my childhood trauma on a daily basis anymore but I change a lot of stuff on the go and ever since I started recording this daily correct cor corrective collective readings for you I started changing a lot in the process, like I receive something that resonates and I do, oh, what's the word I forgot? Um, what is the word I'm looking for? I do, like I make changes. I forgot the word. Um, I make changes right away. And like I received the message uh, during like this recording, I mean, during this collective reading that I was doing, uh, I realized that, like, this is so about me that I'm thinking about, like, that I've created my whole career for the people. Like, I mean, I didn't create it. Like, I started this career or this uh, content creator and coach journey in Russian because originally I wanted to be heard uh, by people who refused to listen to me. And I realized that and I took some time to think about it and to record an episode about it, like where I would share my story with you. And um, confessions, it's called confessions. Since I have my pen and paper, I will write it down too. Confessions of a bilingual channeler. I don't remember the number of that pod podcast, but I will add now, this time I will add the number of that episode. Confessions of a bilingual channeler. It's a recent episode, not like the last one, but um, somewhere, not far long ago, not too long ago. And um, like, I understood that it's about me, it resonated, I paid attention to it, I journaled about it, and I decided to pivot, you know, to start doing more of what I actually want to do without the need to be understood by people like uh, in my family. And I am change like before that, changing my direction, pivoting, you know, in like my creative journey, like it took time. And now I'm doing this right away and I'm changing so much faster now.
and it's so cool. I'm so proud of myself. Okay, let's do... Why Did I finish my story about the daily messaging? I don't remember, but I was going to say that, like, the work I do, like, this collective readings are so important for me. And this is why, like, it doesn't mean that I have to do them daily. But um, as Katrina Ruth says, like, sometimes you you need to pour it out of you because like it needs to come out and because your work is healing for you it's how you communicate with god and um and this is why you do it first and foremost for yourself and like this is this deeply resonated when i heard it i was like yes this is exactly why i record my collective readings and here i needed to remind myself that like um when i thought that when i realized that I also thought that, like, if it's just for me, why don't I just record videos for myself with the readings that I do for myself? Um, why do I need to share this with the whole world? And here I needed to remind myself that, like, I love my work because there is at least one person um, whom, or who, whom it helped. And it means that it can help somebody else. And I know that this is how Gabby Bernstein writes her books. She shared it on an interview once that I listened to. She said that, like, when she writes her books, um, it's a healing process for her. And then when she publishes that book, um, she knows that this book has already helped at least one person. And it's herself, you know. And this is why we share our art because like producing this art creating this art is healing for us and like this is all the art right the songs i was listening to today oh my god um the lyrics were so beautiful and like i'm i would say 100% sure but maybe like 99% sure that people who were writing this like these lyrics were going through some shit when they were writing these lyrics you know and as they were writing it they were healing themselves and as they were singing them then they were healing themselves and now the art lives you know and heals somebody else it was healing for me today to listen to uh, those emotional lyrics about like broken heart and and like failed relationships you know and um, let my pain out with the help of the songs so you know if you're a creative just know that your art heals and like it's meant to heal not only you but the world around you and one of the um lessons that Amy shared in her video that I mentioned was also about that like stop hoarding your art people need your art the world needs your art because they need to see themselves in your art no matter if they like it or dislike it like it um um what was I trying to say I'm trying to say that like it pulled out some reaction you know and it helped people to 
um, like it was contrast for people that helped them maybe if they didn't like it to see what they don't like and and thanks to the thanks to this understand more what they do like you know and if they liked it it's it's healing and if they didn't like it it's still healing and it's not about you anymore once you let your um once you let your art out you know to live its own life in the world it stops being about you People will see and hear something theirs in your art. And like, it's not about them getting you. It's about them getting themselves through the lens of your art. Ah, this is so beautiful. Oh my God. And by the way, I'm hungry. So if you hear my stomach, um, it's just because I'm hungry. And I will record this episode and go eat something. But let's get to collective reading. So, oh my god, I pulled like a million cards today from two decks. One deck is not enough for me anymore. Not enough for me anymore. What was wrong with my intonation? Okay, so what do we need to know today? What do you need to know today? You are the guide. (laughs) I wanted to say uh, this... um, Phrase from The Charmed. I'm re-watching The Charmed TV series for the millionth time. And there was this spell uh, in one of the like first episodes. I am light. I am I'm one too strong to fight. I am light. I'm one too strong to fight. And like this is what I want to say. You are light. You're the leader. You're the light leader. Don't forget that. Don't forget that, like, by just being you and living your life, you are showing the way to others. You are guiding them. And, like, you're not doing this exactly for them, exactly to do that, to lead others. And if that was your main reason, that would be, like, wrong for you. It would feel wrong inside of you if that was your main reason to just lead others. But by living your life for yourself, you are the leader for others. You are this lighthouse that just lights the way, you know, for others to follow. And it's beautiful. And you're beautiful. And what you do in the world is so beautiful. And um, I don't know what this card is about, but let's see what's the next one. Oh, I know what this card is about. It's about that, you know, like this card, Six of Wands. Um, When I saw it, I felt like it's about this enemies, this evil that we're fighting. And like when we fought something evil, um, the crowd just cheers us up. And um, like, and I was like, this is, this sounds... This feels negative. Like, why is this card here? And um, then I opened the next card, and it's Seven of Swords. And what it says to me is that you still fall into this trap of I don't know enough. And, like, you face, you know, you um, work on seeing yourself as a leader... 
and a light worker and then you face some contrast of your own in your own life and it's like you know it's about this limiting idea um that no one believes anymore but like it still exists you know subconscious that um like a light worker a teacher a guide a leader for others should be like 100% right 100% happy 100% um put together all the time and this is why this this role may seem may feel overwhelming and heavy for us because like it's not about that it's about us living our lives this is what i said when i opened the first card it's about us just living our lives and like sharing um some insights and parts of it with the world when we feel like it um like it's meant to um show the lesson in it right and then when we like when you face with when when you face your own contrast in your life um you start thinking that you don't know enough and that you are not worthy of like your ideas are not worthy of sharing you're not worthy of being called a leader and like guide others and you want to just hide and um not see the the light of the sun again you know the sunlight why did i say it the way i said it um because like you don't know stuff and like you thought you had this life figured out and this is what you were sharing and then you faced something heavy for yourself uh something where you still um you know live in the victim mentality and you blame yourself for that and you're like okay i don't know enough and you dive deeper into like studying what went wrong and like if you continue with this with thinking like that it will destroy you well i said it and i giggled because like oh, come on you if you continue doing that you was just like you will just get tired it it won't destroy you you're undestroyable but it just it will take it longer it, like to go to no oh my god <laughs> i was going to say that it will take it longer to get to your dreams but this is not about time you know it's just about that when you're in this energy of blaming yourself of thinking that you're not good enough um you're just not in the energy that is in alignment with your dreams that's all and like stop doing this to yourself it feels bad it feels bad when you think that you're not enough that you don't like don't know enough own it own your experiences like this like when you feel heartbroken when somebody hurts your feelings when you realize that you're repeating the same patterns that you thought you healed already i saw this phrase on instagram that i really liked it was about that if the wound is too deep it will take many sessions to heal it like something like that can't remember exactly but it was like it was about that if the wound is too deep it will come up many times to be healed more than once and so own your experiences even the experiences where you face contrast where you feel lost like you get found um better and better every time 
And like I noticed that today when I was processing my feelings, I, I didn't know I was going to, but I um, felt called to listen to a song by Three Days Grace. It was about, oh, what was the song? Like, I don't remember what was the original song that I was listening to. But after that, I started binge listening the whole album and um, there were a lot of memories. And then there was the song that is, that was called, that is called, I Hate Everything About You. I hate everything. Up. No, actually, not the song. Wait, what was the song? Now things are coming clear that I don't need you here and in this world around me. I'm glad you disappear. Oh, it's gone forever. It's called Gone Forever. I feel so much better now that you're gone forever. And I realized that um, like, it made me cry and it made me so passionate. I was almost screaming the lyrics. Um, because I realized I'm grieving and I shared more on what I'm grieving uh, in the blog post. I'm grieving uh, a relationship, like I didn't lose a person, it's still in my life, I mean they are still in my life, Um, but like I'm grieving the relationship that no longer worked for me and like haven't been working for, hasn't been working for a long time. And um, And when I realized that, like, I guess today's singing session is about letting the emotions out about this, um, and I've been processing this, like, I've been actually grieving and processing this as a loss, because it feels like a loss. Um, I've been processing it for, like, two weeks, and I remembered two years ago when I lost my beloved cat, Mm, like Mouse used to have a sister and her name was Mumu well actually her name was a typical Russian cat name Musha but I called her Mumu because she was making the sounds like the way she was meowing was uh, did not sound like meow it was it sounded like and this is why she was Mumu and um, it was my first loss Ever since I started this um, spiritual growth journey, you know, and I was really proud of how I uh, handled, not even handled, how I um, lived through that process. Like I let myself grieve and I was expressing my emotions. I was writing a lot of letters to her. I allowed myself to feel all the feelings without resisting them, without like making them wrong. I felt guilt. I felt fear. I was angry with her. I hated her for leaving me, you know, like this, there was the whole spectrum of emotions that I felt and I navigated it and there were good times and there were bad times. And then I thought that I healed already and then I was in tears again and like it was a roller coaster of emotions and like I lived through this and um, I'm still, I still miss her sometimes. And I still um, sometimes like uh, remember about her and cry and, and write her a letter and tell her that I miss her. And um, I today realized that, I mean, I realized a few days ago that like it feels like loss and I'm grieving. And today while I was singing that song and listening to that song, I also 
uh, made a note, you know, uh, that I, um, that I'm living through another loss and I'm processing it. And again, I am proud of how I'm letting myself go through that, through this process and accept myself in it and accept the feelings in it. Why am I sharing this with you? I forgot. Oh, I'm sharing this with this with you because um, in the cards I see this message that like you gotta own it. You gotta own what you're going through, the good and the bad, because nothing is bad. But like that's besides besides the point here. Own it. It's your life. It's your human experience. And um, there are still like even when you leave this, when you leave through something. Um, that in the moment feels like like it hurts, you know. Even now, you are still a leader for others and you're alchemizing it. You're living through this. You're guiding yourself through this. And every time you get better and better and better at it, you can't not notice that you're getting better at it. And I'm opening cards. Um, there's something about choice that I don't quite get yet. It's about the choice. Like you have so many choices. It's not about choices. I get it. It's about that you have so many things that you can feel simultaneously, you know. And um, it's not, life is not about um, hyper-focusing on one area of your life and forgetting about other areas of your life. It's about juggling it all. And you can, like, um, like Genevieve Rackham says, um, like, it's about the duplicity and you holding this duplicity and accepting it in life in general, like everywhere, in yourself and in what's going on in what's going on in your life, what's going on with you. Because um, sometimes it's like, um, your business is is going well and growing and at the same time you are living through some traumatic experience in your romantic life and you can be grateful for things going well in your business and grieving your romantic relationship at the same time and you're okay and like it's okay that sometimes you are in this victim mentality it's not like I've been always saying that there's nothing wrong with that. It's just cool when you see it. And sometimes you are ready to see it when you've already suffered through it, you know. And um, yeah, I just remembered a situation where I had a conversation with one of my family members where... um, she was sharing with me something like that happened to her and I was listening to her and I was saying that like on one hand I totally understand what you're going through on another hand um, this is victim mentality and like my point was that like hold this duplicity um, because like you know I teach how I I teach others how I teach myself and for me it helps to like when I suffered through this, when I cried many tears and when I like let my emotions out, after that, it's healing to me 
to see that this is just one perspective. What's next? Like, what are we going to create from this point? And for this part of my life, <laughs> it's helpful for me to, like, to know, to let myself cry and to let myself um, experience, like, express the emotions that I'm feeling. And at the same time, in the back of my mind, know that this is just a victim mentality and there is another way to look at the situation and there's another way will help me to manifest um, something better in the future, right? And like, this is what I was sharing with this person and um, the way she saw it was that I'm victim blaming and like, I think I never managed to actually explain myself to a point where she would understand what I meant. Because uh, I think she still thinks that I was victim blaming her. And like, I did my best to explain what I meant. And like, just like I think that I did my best to explain this to you now, what I mean. Um, that like, the way it works in my mind, in my brain, is that um, I allow myself to be a victim when I feel like a victim. I'll, I allow, allow myself to, you know, dig deeper into the feelings and maybe heal some wound that is coming up, you know, some childhood trauma and relieve it and cry the crap out of my eyeballs. Do we even say that? You know what I mean? This felt very strong, so I'll keep it there. I mean, I, I'll keep it like that. And um, although the vision is weird... Uh, and like at the same time, like I can hold myself, I can hold this duplicity inside myself of being an adult and being a child at the same time. Oh, I'm so hungry. I need to take a break and eat and then get back to recording because otherwise my stomach will leave me. But like, let me finish. Or maybe I should just stop here. I don't know. Yeah, maybe I will just stop here and I will get back to this um after um, I eat because I am so hungry. Holy crap. Hold on. Okay, I'm back an hour and a half later because my husband came back from work and um, we ate together and we watched a show and now I'm back to recording. I was thinking about maybe finishing there and um, getting back to this reading tomorrow, but then I decided that I want to keep going and I had to listen to what I already shared, what I already said to remind myself of the the vibe we were in. But I was talking about victim mentality and I was talking about that it's okay sometimes too. Let me actually remind myself and you what we were talking about. Although you don't need reminding, I need reminding. But it was about that you're a leader and even if you face, even when you face some contrasting experience and you feel like um you feel like you don't you don't know enough and you start doubting yourself don't doubt yourself because um this is overwhelming for you and like this is not true this is just not true and you can hold the duplicity and life is about you know being all all of it and experiencing all of it and owning it, owning your story. And like part of your story sometimes that mm, you get stuck in this victim mentality and there's nothing wrong with that. And like it's okay, it's part of life. Uh, and like 
basically what I want to add here is that, uh, you know, to feel powerful, you, you, we, we all need sometimes to feel powerless, you know, so we would know then how we want to feel and how it feels and how good it feels to feel powerful. And, uh, uh, when I finished recording, like before going, before taking a break, I uh, was putting the cards that I didn't pull, like um, the decks back to the cartons. And <clears throat> I looked at the bottom of of both decks and on one deck there was the death card and another one, on another one, there was nine of swords and it was also about that like of course it makes sense of course it makes sense for you to like um, to feel sorry for yourself to feel like a victim uh, to feel the unfairness of the situation you're in sometimes and you need to cry it out but you need to also remember that it's like every pain is a transformation portal right we know that. I wanted to say something. Oh, when I said that um, we are allowed to feel sorry for ourselves, I remembered I once was talking to a friend of mine, and like we were not, we were close when we were younger, and then like we, you know, parted ways, <laughs> and um, I moved to another city, and then like years later, we were talking on the phone with her. And, um, like, she wanted to talk to me because, uh, like, we were on the same page and, like, she was uh, going to therapy and I was coaching and uh, and healing. Like, we were, we were both healing a lot and she was sharing her story with me and she said this phrase that, like, I'm trying not to feel sorry for myself. I'm trying to fix it. And... Um, uh, I tell I told her back then that like if you don't feel sorry for yourself who will if you don't give yourself compassion and love and acceptance and like by acceptance I mean accepting yourself the way you feel right now and like the way you are if you don't give yourself all that who will give you all that because I love this phrase that I once said um I think it was um I don't remember, actually, it was some video about self-love. And remember I told you that I want to add my videos, um, recordings from my videos to this podcast? I still want to do that, so I'm going to do that at some point. And um, I, I said that um, in some of my videos, that the way you treat yourself is this foundation. And we talked about this recently, right, on some of the previous episodes. That like the way you treat yourself is this foundation that is a starting point for how everybody else will build relationship with you. Nobody will dig into your foundation and like change that and heal that to then build a healthy relationship with you. Um, if you don't love yourself, people who love themselves and who are um appreciating like self-love and like who's um how do I say it who believe in self-love they just it will it will be hard hard for them to build relationship with you and I've been in this situation I've been in both situations I was a person who didn't love myself and like people I attracted and people who were 
ready to build relationship with me were mocking me and were like not loving themselves and not loving myself and like abusing me emotionally and and like those were not healthy dynamics and when I started healing I was in the situation where I um, was uh, like I had a friend who was not loving herself and accepting herself it was so hard for me to build relationship with her and like even back then it like it's so hard to make the person you love um love themselves like you can't do that you can't make them it's <laughs> sorry it's a choice that every person has to um make on their own and so every time you're living through death and rebirth it's normal to feel sorry for yourself it's normal to cry about how not fair it is uh, you know, it's it's okay. And you need to feel all those feelings and let yourself feel them. And at the same time, understand that it's it's still you growing, you know? It's still you expanding. Okay, let's see what else we've got. Um, when you're going through this process of mouse is high <laughs> she's scratching her scratch board or whatever it's called like when you're going through this process of um, death and rebirth of shedding what's not working for you you every time you see more clearly how things work you see the synchronicities like you see why the thing that started started you know you get more clarity every time and um, this is usually the clarity that you've been asking for and also I read this phrase this quote from Abraham Hicks yesterday about that um, the thing that that like that you suffer no not, not that you're suffering the thing that you're dis- disappointed about right now like at this moment is the exact same thing that you were asking for to gain more clarity and oh my god this resonates so much (laughs) the thing that like the reason why i that why i feel hurt is like the exact same thing that i wanted that i asked i mean like it's not the exact well you know what if I'm honest, it is the exact th- same thing. It's just that I was not ready to um, to do it myself, to rebuild the relationship um, like that, that I was talking to you about. Um, I didn't know how. I didn't have the courage to rebuild that relationship. And this is why the universe had to intervene and make my dream come true, you know, <laughs> make my desire come true. But like... Um, Let's get back to the reading. Um, this is how you see things clearer, and this is how you see uh, what inside, like what programs inside of you need reorganizing, <laughs> what beliefs need shifting, because um, like otherwise you keep creating demons. I want to say you keep creating um, this evil, quote unquote. Um, in your life to push against to let yourself grow 
and like by situations like this um when you face your contrast you gain clarity on that you start understanding how you create this you start understanding how you should you know stop creating that and um i loved how yesterday i was watching a live stream um from Phil Good and there was a lady who asked him that how do you know the difference like when somebody hurts you how do you know the difference if it's a um, person who is triggering you and you need to say goodbye to this person you need to set boundaries or uh, it's the person that like I mean the, the person is reflecting something that's within you and like you need to heal and like um let this go and he said like it's neither it's about honesty you still like uh when you're honest with people around you from the place of love it's neither and like you don't um this choice doesn't come up in your mind you are just starting to be honest about your experience and i completely forgot why i'm telling you this because uh, i got distracted by my cat and like now I don't remember why I decided to share the story with you but previously I was saying that like uh, thanks to this situation you start seeing patterns you start seeing how you create what you create oh it was something about the boundaries I was going to say that um, you start seeing how you're creating what what you're creating and it's like it's about um, you know protecting yourself it's about self-love it's about like no matter the situation every situation you find yourself in um you learn and you become better and better at protecting yourself and speaking up for yourself and um you know and this is what you learn to do more and more in your life with every up and down with every like with every little death in your life i mean that death not like um i mean not literally i mean like um you know what i mean figuratively but um, i'm talking about death and rebirth and so focus on your desires just focus on what you want focus on what you want from every little thing and focus on the bigger picture and yes mouse is high again you hear her she just pooped and this is why she's excited and she's running around and like life is fun and joyful and she wants something she's just running around the balcony and let's be happy for her um so like in every situation where you don't believe in yourself um get back to what you want and trust that with every step, no matter how unpleasant it may seem in the moment, like there is a bigger picture and there is a bigger plan that is at play. And no matter what you do, you are getting closer to your desires. And maybe, just maybe, it's a good idea for you to... Um, compare you know to look at the situation you are that is unpleasant that feels like death of something important in in your life or in like inside yourself and look at that bigger picture that you have that vision that you know the dream that you have 
and see how what's happening right now is leading you to that version of you that you dream of becoming, you know, that could be helpful for you. Because, like, because I don't like to say this, but um, this message is coming through that, like, whether you like it or not, uh, some things need to be reorganized for you to um, get closer to your dream, to to receive your dream, you know. And like, if you are not ready to reorganize things, someone has to. And the universe will happily do it for you. And maybe there will be chaos, but this will be the chaos that is meant to transform you. So you just, you know, you can sit still. But like in my case, it resonates because um, I wanted to change that relationship. That relationship was uh, suffocating both sides. And I didn't know how to set boundaries. Like, I was too scared to disappoint that person. <laughs> and I was um, I was people-pleasing big time. And, like, it was not um, healthy for both of us. I was um, stepping on my boundaries. And I was wanting from the person um, something they couldn't give me. And... Um, Someone had to reorganize that because I was begging for it. I just didn't know how. But I was begging for it. And like sometimes it happens like this and it's okay. It's okay. It's like it's the universe taking care of you. And like you have to know that. You have to know that. And it's about opening the doors that before were closed for you. And now they're open. What doors are opening for you because of this? You know, it's all about you getting closer to your dreams and maybe starting over. Maybe starting something that you wanted to start a long time ago, but but couldn't. And now you're free to go. Maybe it's something about that. And I'm done with the first part of the reading. Um, I mean, the cards that I pulled from the first deck. And now I have a few cards that I pulled from the second deck. And Mouse is walking all over my cards hi what do you want lay down not on the cards though okay um so let's see what the second deck wants to tell us and like i can't not ignore that the card like the the first card i mean the card from the bottom of the deck that i um pulled was no mouse (laughs) She just wants to lay down on my card. It feels more comfortable for her, I guess. Um, so I can't ignore the fact that like, the card from the bottom of the deck was um, Nine of Swords. And it was about grieving. It's okay that you're grieving. It's okay that you're grieving. You, you have to grieve. There's nothing wrong with that. And from this point, let's move further. What's next? Like, you can't be simultaneously in these two processes. Like, it's one process. Grieve what you have to grieve, what you feel like you need to grieve. 
And from this point, where do you want to go? Because it opened up something for you. It set you free in some way. And like it cleared the path to your desire. Look at it. Notice it. See it. Choose to see it. In some way, it helps you to um, create freely, you know, to create what you wanted to create, to build the life that you wanted to build. Now you are the, you know, the author of your life. Now you are the creator, the conscious creator of your life. Now you can create something that you wanted because maybe you have time now or space or both or um, the resources like some door opened for you. When one door closes, another opens, right? And spend time alone. Fill your cup. And fill your cup with dreams, you know? Fill your cup with um, allowing yourself in your mind first to have what you want to have. Oh my God, this is so beautiful. Allow yourself in your mind to have what you want to have because it starts in your mind. And before that, before this traumatic experience has happened in your life, some door was closed for you and now it's open. And you get to finally allow yourself to have that, uh, what you wanted in your mind first create something new from the place of inner peace create something that will grow bigger and bigger you know because you pour out the energy that you wanted to pour out and it's a different energy now and like feel this freedom of okay now i'm free where do i want to go feel this excitement feel this you know the uh, the smell of the new adventure in the air, you know, because there is a new adventure. And stop um, thinking about. I had to pause here, you guys, because Mouse was just observing um, me reading cards, and then she did like she was very decisive, and she just got up and just came here and lay down on all my cards so you know okay let's get back um i wanted to this happens every time this happens every time i do a reading it doesn't matter if it's a private session or i'm doing a journaling session journaling slash channeling session for myself or i'm recording a reading for my podcast like the when she sees cards she knows that this is the place for her to lay down. And I think it's because she's like, cats do the same thing with the computer. When, um, if your cat uh, starts acting out every time you sit down in front of your PC, it's because um, she wants attention and she's not getting it. And she knows that this computer is getting more attention from you than she and like, or he, than your cat. And um, they're not happy about it. Okay. I was going to say, 
stop evaluating um, whether you did the right choice or the wrong choice. Start, stop blaming yourself. Just stop thinking about it. Let yourself grieve. Let yourself like. Let yourself see the situation that um, as like it's just something that happened and just it couldn't happen. Sorry, if it was loud. Um, it just couldn't happen any other way because it didn't, and like. And that's it. You couldn't do any better because I said I said it weirdly. <laughs> you couldn't do any better because you didn't, and it's already in the past. And stop thinking about how you could do it differently. You did what you did, and like what happened happened, and now move on because like you're wasting your time thinking about what went wrong. Nothing went wrong. And um, your job, your main task right now is from the place, like from this point where you are right now to see abundance, to see what you gained. You already feel what you lost and you grieve about it. You are grieving that. Uh, but also see what you gained. Also see the abundance in it. And also see like what paths are now clear and like are excitingly waiting for you to you know to start walking them because you're loved and because everything happens in divi divine timing just because just because there's no such thing as not divine timing you know and you're okay you're okay you're loved and everything is okay nothing went wrong and um, now from this point just choose where you want to go and just go stop explaining it to yourself stop overanalyzing stop overthinking it stop overwhelming yourself with um, you know thinking things through uh, about the situation it already happened and it already in the past and now deal with the consequences I mean like grieve what you gotta grieve but then move on it's so important to move on and at the same time it's so important to hold yourself and accept yourself and allow yourself to grieve and to feel sad about it and like I want again to talk here about that um, I look at myself and how I process these things and I realize that I'm getting better at it because and getting better at it doesn't mean that like I cry less or I it it doesn't hurt anymore that bad like in the song that I used to love when I was a student that was like um the lyrics were you can't break a broken heart I'm not talking about that um I'm talking about that like I accept myself more in whatever I feel and it's so important and it's so important to, you know, when I was um, when I was a child, and I was a very emotional child, in human design I have a defined emotional center, which means that I'm like super emotional. I feel emotions ten times, like, and I cannot not express them because I will just blow up if I don't. And my parents didn't get it. Both my mom and my dad have undefined emotional centers. And so when I was crying in my childhood because there was something, like there was some, I don't know, childhood tragedy happening, you know, 
my mom because she didn't get it and because like she was not a uh, how do I say it without putting my mom on a spot but like you know I already put her on a spot many times she was not a conscious uh, parent you know she was not a uh, yeah like you know what I mean and uh, she was uh, watching me emote and she would ask me why are you crying no one is dead you know no one died no one died why are you crying it's, it's funny why are you dying no one is dead well actually <laughs> but yeah, you know what I mean um why are you crying nobody died and like this is what I wanted to tell you now that it doesn't matter if it matters to you it matters it doesn't matter if the tragedy is big or small, like to the outer world, and like I hate it when people um, who are living through something, through some traumatic experience of their own, um, say that like I know that there are people who suffer more than I do right now. Like, it, come on, who are you helping when you say that? You're just shutting down your feelings by reminding yourself that you don't have a right to suffer over what you're suffering over because somebody else suffers? Like, what the hell? And at the same time, um, like, the longer you are on the spiritual growth part, the more you understand that, like, even if you're living through some tragedy of yours, um, you like it doesn't make you want to, um, you know, to how do I say this to not allow others to grieve what they grieve? Like, for example, when I, um, when my cat died, I still had conversations with people where they were sharing, uh, some you know, sad things about their life, and they were, uh, like, nobody died, you know, but they were going through this stuff, and uh, it was important for them, and, like, I was absolutely capable of holding myself, like, and um, giving myself space and time to grieve, and at the, si at the same time, um, accept other people, and, like, understand other people, and what they are, and so what I wanted to say is that, like, it doesn't matter if, like, to the outside world, it seems like no big deal. Don't let people support you. And I'm, like, putting air quotes when I say support you because it's not fucking supporting at all. Don't let people say to you that, like, it's not a big deal and, like, you just need to be thicker skinned. Um... No, what skinned? Skinned is not the right word, right? Like, that you need to have thicker skin. <laughs> and, um, like, allow yourself to grieve what you're grieving. And treat yourself as a child. Talk to your inner child when you grieve. Because, like, you wouldn't come to a five-year-old. Well, I mean, my mom did. But you wouldn't, right? You wouldn't come to a five-year-old crying over something and say, Come on, nobody died toughen up no you would listen to them you would hold them you would um maybe um 
not maybe, you would talk to them about it, right? You would give them compassion and acceptance and, and care and love. Give yourself that. You need that. And take as, as long as you need. Take as much time as you need to grieve. And at the same time, when you feel better, in the moments when you feel better, uh, because like it's always a roller coaster. One day you feel better, another. It's not even about days. One moment you feel better, and one moment you feel worse. Uh, but in the moments when you feel better, look at the things that like that our spirit team told us to look at. Right today in the reading, look at um, what got better. Look at where you are now freer. Look at what uh, paths are opened because of it. And no, it's not selfish. And don't feel guilty about it. Because this is life. And this is the duplicity of life. And you've got to move forward. And you will. Like, it's not that you've got to otherwise something. Otherwise something. Otherwise nothing. It's just that... This is your human nature to expand and allow yourself to expand and allow yourself to grieve and accept that like, it's okay to feel both and to be in these two places at once. And this is what I want to leave you with, you guys. I guess today's reading is for those who are grieving and um, I wonder how I call it. I need to come up with the name. But like in the first part, I was talking about creativity and the second part, I'm talking about grieving and um, interesting. But yeah, this is what I want to leave you with. And thank you so much for spending time with me. Thank you so much for choosing my podcast to help you get clear on, on stuff and to, you know, to understand yourself better, understand your situations better. And um if you want to talk about it, if you want to share what resonated, um, feel free to message me on Instagram. I'm Adasha Thinks, and uh, I'd love to hear your feedback. And um, that's it. That's all. All the links will be in the show notes. The link to the Emmy McNeese video about... Um, uh, it's called like 30 Lessons for Creators, something like that. It's about creativity, about writers, like 30 lessons for writers or something like that. And the link to my blog post is also in the show notes. And I love you and I will talk to you next time.